Here we go. Welcome to the Transform with Travel podcast, where we share stories of personal transformation and life lessons through our experiences of traveling and exploring the world. Travel is the ultimate accelerator for personal growth, and it can be the root catalyst for the pivots and plot twists we make in our lives. I'm your host, Kelly Tolliday, and it's my mission to inspire you to live life to its fullest, travel with an open mind and heart, and let the world show you a new perspective. I'm so grateful you're here with us today, so let's dive right in. Happy exploring. Welcome to the Transform with Travel podcast. I am here with my dear friend, Chloe Ravel. She is my business partner, my work wife, (laughs) the other half to Rising Nature Retreats, and we are here for our November episode. We're so excited to be here today and talk a little bit deeper into this concept of slow living. So welcome, welcome, Chloe. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we've been talking a little bit on Instagram around this concept of slow living and the slow living movement. I know a lot of people have been talking a lot about their experiences in Europe last summer, and we in particular have an experience or or many experiences in Greece last year, and really just diving deeper into what does it mean to really embody this slow living culture and how does that add up or I guess not add up to our American pace of life. So I'd love to just open it up for the both of us to kind of Like, what does slow living mean to us and how are we embodying that in our day-to-day life after coming back from Greece? I love this conversation. The more we continue to have this conversation, I feel like the more we can keep each other accountable to to embody it. Yeah, Yeah. it's definitely the nature of our conversations is what molds our reality and our life. And to do it within community, we know it's our favorite way to grow and expand. A lot of the personal development work is very personal. Obviously, it's very specific and unique to each person going through whatever they're going through to overcome, to empower themselves, to heal. But I find that when we connect in this way and we have deep conversations and and explore these topics as different individuals coming in with different approaches. We can learn so much from each other. So yes, hooray for like this moment on podcast to have deeper conversations. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And so with this idea of slow living movement, it it is definitely something that is making waves across the wellness community and people are tapping more into that. But I think what's really cool is that it wasn't just some trendy Instagram post or viral video that we saw. It was because we actually experienced Mm -hmm. what slow living could look like, what it did feel like, and how we wanted it to continue to have a hold on our lives back home. And we got that experience by going to Greece this past summer. We brought a group of 12 people to Greece and pretty much everyone's takeaway was, whoa, I don't have to live at this really harried, crazy pace of life. I can slow down and like really get a sense for six full days. And some people stayed before and after. So they really got to integrate this even longer. But this idea of really being able to observe yourself in a different culture and observe how other people are living and realizing, wait, I can live in a different way, you know, like, and that's the power of really being able to travel and experience these different cultures. So what for you, like, I'll definitely share for me, but what for you did you find 
the most impactful of, of observing not just Greek culture, but then you went to France and mm -hmm. then you went to London and those are very different paces of being, right? Everyone thinks this European slow living rolls out across every culture and every every country, but it doesn't. Like you really got to get a sense <laughs> of what it was like to go from Greece to Paris to London back home. What was that like for you to experience that? Truly, it's one of my favorite feelings when I travel abroad, specifically to Europe. It is such a palpable energy the minute you land somewhere else. We know this from travel. There's just like a different energy that is felt immediately based on the land and then into the interactions you have with people, conversations, just the everyday pace of life. And I definitely felt that I felt different levels of that depending on where I was um, to arrive on the island of Serifos after being in Athens for a day, which is definitely a slower place than the American life, but it's still a bustling city mm. with lots of tourism, especially during the summer. But I remember just looking over at one of our retreat guests when we fully docked in Serifos and we just took a moment to just look around, like panoramic 360 views of mountains and sea and you know, the colors of Greece, the blue and the white. It was something that we felt immediately. So it was a feeling. And so that that particular moment of arriving on Serifos was, I, I knew it just marked the beginning of a new experience, like a really fresh experience for my mind, for my body, for my spirit. And then, and as I mentioned, it's just like every single little interaction with the people, the staff at the hotels and the people that we contracted to come in and do massage therapy and sound healing, their like joy of life, their their ability to be really present and get to know us. I think that was something that I really enjoyed about traveling and that, you know, in the U.S. sometimes it feels like life is so busy that we don't even get the chance to like really have a conversation or just a moment to check in with a person that we're like, buying coffee from in the morning, connecting with a barista, or we just don't have time in general to get to know someone. And I felt that in my experience in Greece, I felt everyone that I crossed paths with was curious about where I was from and what I was doing on the island and what I was exploring and had recommendations of restaurants and cultural activities to do. So it is this connection. I think part of slow living in my experience from what I choose to create for myself and then what I see when I travel is having a different pace where you can truly connect with someone. And then we know the benefits of connection, right? Like more fulfillment, more gratitude. You can also learn, you know, from the educational standpoint, if you feel really connected to the land you're in or the people you're around, you're like more open to have a new perspective to learn. And uh, truly that connection piece of it is why and one of my, the biggest reasons I love slow living is because it de definitely gives us an opportunity to just see people in ways that we don't usually do. So I definitely felt that my travels had a lot of that infused in it. I didn't want to leave Setifos. <laughs> All of us were like, wait, what? It's time to go. And then I, you know, I traveled a bit around Europe afterwards, landing in Paris, which is a place where I've lived before, studied before, and feel very comfortable in just because of my awareness and knowledge of, of the city and the city landscape. But it was jarring. It was definitely jarring because it's a, a little bit more fast-paced than, you know, Greek island life. So I remember that first full day arriving in Paris. I remember sharing this with you. It was like, whoa, I need to re-kind of calibrate because I'm in a whole different energy. But nonetheless, there was 
there's such a presence in even the Parisian culture where you like sit for longer meals and you just meet a friend for coffee mm -hmm. and you just sit around and talk about life or work or whatever you're going through for a couple of hours. Like that's embedded in that culture. So even though, you know, city life and you can hear sirens everywhere and you're on metros and all of those things, there is still like that true feeling of slow living within the setting of meals and time again for connection, right? So that's where I would just, we, me and my brother would sit to have a meal and we'd notice that the group of friends that were sitting next to us, they had arrived before us and we were getting our check to head on out to the next thing. And they were just still there having a great time ordering another espresso or another beer. So yeah, truly slow living in Europe is an embodied experience anywhere you go. Yeah, absolutely. And part of or at least for me going to Greece, and we've, we've spoken about this on the podcast, but that connection piece is a really interesting perspective because I haven't really put that together. Mm -hmm. The like slowing down equals more connection. For me, it's very palpable, just the nervous system, like down regulation, that nervous system feeling like you're coming out of your head and into your body for the first time. So many of our guests said that like, wow, I actually feel my feet. Wow. I actually can feel this like grounded heaviness and it's not fatigue. I'm like, that's you being in your body for the first time in years. And so this slow living movement, it started with a man called, well, it's actually been going on for decades and decades and decades, but there is a man who has kind of spearheaded this movement. His name is Carl Honoré, and I might be saying his last name wrong, but what it says is slow living is a mindset whereby you curate a more meaningful and conscious lifestyle that's in line with what you value most in life. It means doing everything at the right speed. Instead of striving to do things faster, the slow movement focuses on doing things better. Often that means slowing down, doing less, and prioritizing spending the right amount of time on the things that matter most to you. And I really love that because it's not saying slow living equals eating slower. Slow living equals doing X, Y, Z. It's not prescribed. It's saying what matters most to you and then doing more of that and slower. And so it's really like a personalized approach to, you could take one aspect of your life. You can say, you know what, I'm moving a million miles a minute at every single aspect of my life. And I can't foresee that ever slowing down. But what I can do is slow down when I eat. That's one, I could just take that one thing and then see how that feels. Or for me right now, it's slowing down in motherhood. So business is going fast, you know, exercise, doing all the things, driving from school, drive, all the things. But what I can do is when I am with my girls, for those, you know, three, four hours after school, I can put my phone away and I can practice slow living in that moment. So it's like maybe not trying to overhaul your whole life all at once because we for always sure. know that that's not sustainable. Making any change has to start small and incremental, but maybe picking one area of your life where you would like to see more sustainable change and picking that area. Yeah, for sure. I also feel like there's this element here too, when you read that description of exploration, because he says the right pace, mm -hmm. the right time, right? Totally. And that is really subjective for everybody. And I think when we talk about slow living, there, is, there has to be conversation about like, what does that mean for you, right? Does it just mean a couple of breaths before you go into that meeting or arriving at that meeting 10 minutes earlier than you usually do so you can sit in your car and say your affirmations or just take a moment to connect and, and pace yourself. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when we want to create big changes in our lives, it, it could be, it could feel overwhelming. This is what we see with our clients all the time. Like, where do I start? And 
And there's this nice balance on retreat of being guided by us because truly like that is what we're here to support everybody with is teaching everyone how to slow flow, (laughs) whether that's in their yoga classes or how they set up their day. But I think we do a beautiful job, Kel, of on retreat having some structured guidance so that each and every person can explore what slow living or just slowing down in a particular area in their life can look like for them. And then having this four hour to five hour space in the middle of the day with our free time that allows people to go out and really just like work on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> practice yeah. it, which is really cool. Totally. And we're going to dive deeper into other countries that do mm-hmm. this really, really well. One thing also on this website that I think we can chat a little bit about is slow living denies that being busy equates to being successful or important. It means being present and in the moment. It celebrates quality over quantity, living with intent, being conscious and considered. To adopt a slower mindset is to switch off autopilot and make space for reflection and self-awareness, which is a major cornerstone of yoga with self-study. And slow living means living better, not faster. And I think that's exactly what a lot of yogis, people who are into their wellness, everyone who's kind of doing this big wake-up call right now, a couple years post-pandemic, really asking themselves, what is important to me? And the slow living concept, the slow living movement is inviting us all to decide what's important and then slow it all down so that we can experience it better, you know, have that longevity of the richness of that experience rather than just trying to tick off all these different bucket lists of things to do and people to be seen by. And that idea of success isn't being busy. Success is being where you are and feeling that fully. I think is a lesson that all of us are trying to learn. Learning girl. (laughs) That's the great thing about going on retreat or some sort of guided sabbatical, I guess you could call it, guided mm-hmm. guided experience is that that's hard to do. A lot of us don't want to feel our feelings. We've been avoiding that our entire lives. We don't want to be where we are. We want to be 10 steps ahead. And so having someone who is experienced in holding space in that capacity and guiding you, not necessarily to the answer, but guiding you back to yourself so you can make that answer, that's what's so powerful about combining all these experiences of being in a country that doesn't body slow living being with a group of people who are all on that same trajectory or same mission or similar missions, I guess you could say, and then also having the guided experience of experts in those areas of holding space and making sure that you feel safe and supported in that capacity. That's the power of bringing that all together. For sure. I find that what you describe there is truly, it's a belief. It's a Mm. belief that's deeply ingrained in our subconscious mind from our programming, from our childhood, from what we perceived as young children was success. Busyness equaled success on on a lot of levels for a lot of people (laughs) coming from different experiences, from different backgrounds. And it is such a cultural paradigm. It's a cultural belief. So it's not only within our belief systems, just within our own families, but it's a a cultural belief. And so it does take some reprogramming that it isn't as easy like it's not as easy said than done right like we can say we want slow living but are you taking the steps to make that happen and I find that retreats are accelerated experiences like accelerated healing because 
you are just, you're subjected to the feeling of, of slowness and it can be really jarring. And I know we can chat maybe a little yeah. bit about this. Like how many of our retreat guests were like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the bleep? Yeah. You know, what is going on? Like life just is feeling really different now that we're in Greece. And some of the simplest examples, and I say this over and over again, because I just couldn't believe how many people were having this experience of when we were me- finished with our meals, that the waitress or the waiter wouldn't just automatically come over with the bill. And it was something that we had to request because naturally within the Greek culture, meal times are about connection and slowing down. And for all of us, we were like, okay, what's next? And so, yeah, there is these moments on retreats that really allow you to accelerate your healing around this belief because you are in the energy and in the feeling. And we, we work and teach a lot around energy, especially when it comes to the energetics of asana that you teach through your workshops on retreats, the energetics of sound that I teach through my certifications and on retreat as well, like to tune into that and become more connected to what you truly need. Mm-hmm. And that's over time how we enrich our lives, you know, break those belief systems uh, and step into quality over quantity. And also avoid burnout because that, that's another conversation that we've been having all year long. It's like, how do we create sustainable practices for ourselves to slow down so we are not burning out mm. and can live a fuller and more complete life? And so it just for me this year, it feels like everything's connecting in a really beautiful way. And I think that's what healing is truly all about. This episode is brought to you by Child & Company. Child & Company is South Florida's first family-friendly office space featuring private offices, a professional content creation studio, and childcare for hybrid work and work-from-home parents located in Boca Raton. Child & Company is founded on the belief that you shouldn't have to choose between raising a family and being career-driven. Their core mission is to create an environment where family and work can exist in harmony. The best part to me as a mom is that you can pop in and breastfeed your baby or have lunch with your toddler if you like, and then pop back into your office for your Zoom meeting, which I think is so key, especially for newborn moms going back to work. It's the perfect transition from emerging out of the newborn bubble and getting back to the business you love. Child & Company provides you the flexibility to work in a beautifully designed, ergonomic private office with insanely good Wi-Fi connection and soundproofing while just being steps away from your child. They have monthly themes that they base their lessons on, like exploring the animals of the Amazon, which I obviously love when children get opportunities to learn more about the world and build a sense of curiosity. Child & Company offers weekly and monthly classes and events like Zambini, music class for babies, mindful cooking for toddlers, big kid yoga, and mindful mama community events, and so much more. I've been a member since February 2023, utilizing their private offices and their professional content creation studio. Child & Company is where all of the magic happens for this podcast. Their beautiful recording studio is soundproofed with state-of-the-art equipment, microphones, lighting, and cameras, so you can record your podcast, course content, meditation clips, and anything else you might want to record for your business. The Child & Company team truly feels like family. They are an extension of my team over here at Rising Nature Retreats and the Transform with Travel podcast, as well as an extension of my own family. If you're local to Palm Beach and Broward County, do yourself a favor and check out Child & Company. 
visit www.childandcompany.com or head over to Instagram at Child and Company. Yeah, I think you you said it really well. We just finished up this weekend our reset retreat, which is a one-day retreat in Fort Lauderdale at a beautiful spa. And it was a full day, so our guests really got to immerse themselves in what it would be like to be on a retreat, truly reset, come into the holiday season feeling really, you know, really empowered and connected to themselves. But something you said really well in the opening ceremony was how can we continue to go on these retreats and come home, but each time them not feel so jarring when we come back home. So it's not so much that you keep going on six, seven, eight retreats a year, and then you come back home and everything still feels really shit at home. It's how can we take what we've learned from these experiences, whether it's one day at home or six days in Portugal or Greece, how can we make it so that every time we come back home and we come back to our to our daily life, we're able to enrich our and enhance our daily life, our routines, our habits, our connections, so that it doesn't feel so jarring every time we come home. And this is not just on retreat. If you you're listen if you're listening, you're into travel, right? So for those listening into travel, you've been on a trip where you've come back home and you're like, oh, I just don't want to be here anymore. Or inevitably on your last day of your trip, you're like, oh, back to reality tomorrow. So our goal with Rising Nature Retreats is that you come away from this retreat and you make your reality at home somewhere you want to be every single day. And that's what we're trying to do by continuing to instill these values of slow living. And that's why we are heading back to Europe in 2024. And we are so excited to continue to build on these concepts and build on these connections to to this land in Greece and also coming to a new land for us in Portugal and really be able to continue to implement and learn and observe and change and heal in a very fun and sustainable way. Yeah. Yeah, Right. I think um, results, I just want to jump in here because we are on some level like very result driven here. We want to take you on retreat and just to kind of second what you're saying, Kel, it's like, it's not just about, you know, having the experience. We want you to have an incredible experience on retreat. But if we know that your life has been enriched and you can like take the tips and the things that you've learned, the learning lessons from your experiences and make the overall quality of your life better because of it, then we're doing our job. Mm-hmm. Like this is like, I really see that as part of our dharma, our purpose, our core values are all intertwined with this wanting as coaches also, because that is how the nature of our work is to get our clients from point A to point B and in a very supportive and loving way, but that supports your education, your growth and you taking your life to the next level. So off to Portugal we go, huh? Yeah, so with that, we just announced this week as of recording that we are launching our retreat in Portugal next summer called The Art of Slow Living in the Alentejo region of Portugal. And we are so excited. We are actually going to a retreat center that one of my dear friends has hosted a retreat before. So we have very direct knowledge and experience of this beautiful property that we are working with. And the owners that we've been talking to have just been so loving and kind and generous, and they're so supportive. And yeah, we're really excited to be able to offer this experience, which is already selling really, really fast because we've been hearing from you guys forever. Okay, Portugal's next. Portugal's next. And we're like, okay, we know in 2024 we're going to go to Portugal, and we're just trying to line it up in the best way possible. And so 
on top of everyone wanting to go to Portugal and then also this like combined intention, this collective intention of wanting to return back to slow living and return back to nature and, and have that really seeking that stronger connection within themselves and with the nature and all the good things. We said, okay, this is a no brainer. We're going to go to Portugal because it's one of the countries that truly embodies this slow living movement the most. And, and it's woven into the fabric of their society. It's woven into the fabric of their da daily interactions. So we said, okay, next summer, your European summer, it's instead of hot girl summer, it can be slow living summer. And we're, we're taking Europe by storm. We're going to go to Portugal at the beginning of June, which we're so, so excited for. And that's open, open enrollment right now, open applications. And then Early 2024, we're going to launch applications for our Greece retreat. We're going to return back to our home of Seraphos, back to the beautiful boutique family-run hotel that we work with so closely. We have so many great, amazing, deep, meaningful connections with people all across the island, which we're, we're really excited to continue to make Seraphos our beautiful summer Greek home. Mm -hmm. But for those interested in Portugal and ready to sign up now, <laughs> the applications are actually open right now. And for the first eight people to sign up, we are offering $100 off the retreat price as well as 50% off our VIP package upgrade, which has so many amazing goodies and things. And you can download our brochure through the show notes here. You can go to our website, risingnatureretreats.com. You can go to our Instagram account at risingnatureretreats, and you can download the brochure to get all the information. But for those listening right now that want to get just like a little bit more information on why they should come to Portugal with us to explore this concept of slow living, it is the central theme of the entire retreat. Chloe, what would you say to them if someone was like, hey, why should I go to Portugal with you? I mean, an opportunity to travel is always an opportunity of a lifetime. I think if you can start to see travel and retreats as this combination of seeing the world, getting to explore all of the things you want to do, but also as a supplement to your healing and your mm. journey and your growth, I would say if you're ready to do that, if you're ready to take whatever you've been working on, whether it's in your yoga practice or coaching containers or mindset development or just overall healing, I would say if you are ready to embark on the next level of that, I would ask you to join us in Portugal and explore what it's like to use travel as one of the most profound and incredible ways to heal mm. and to grow and to transform. And Portugal, again, like I have, this has been a country that's been on my list forever. In fact, I think this is the first, have you been? Have no. you been? Okay. So this is the first country we're going to be hosting a retreat in that we haven't actually traveled to, but it's been on our list. So right. for both of us, there's this really true excitement around it. That's, mm. I think, part of the reason I love travel too, that like, yay, this is some place that I've been researching, I've been hearing so much about, and now I get to explore that. And this, this setting of, you know, it feels, someone was describing this particular area as like, you know, the Tuscany feel, right. but close to the Atlantic. So we're about 15 to 20 minutes away from the coastline. So you're going to be by the most incredible beaches and feel that water ocean energy that is incredibly healing, but also having that sweet reprieve and coziness of, you know, the olive tree groves and sitting under a shady tree with an amazing book and going on these lovely walks where you'll see all these wildflowers and 
you know, just have nature surround, like being fully immersed. Mm -hmm. If we talk about one of the ways that we embody slow living is by reconnecting to nature. It's in the name of our business. Mm -hmm. It is another really like simple hack that you can implement in your life if you want to start feeling better quick in a very effective way is spend totally. more time in nature. And I find that this location in particular is going to be so special to ex explore that healing within nature mm. um, because of where it's situated in Portugal. So totally. really excited. Come come with us to Portugal, yeah. you guys. And you know it's what? It's dope. so accessible from the, at least from the East Coast. It, I mean, you can get a direct flight straight into Lisbon. It's going to be an hour and a half drive from Lisbon airport. So in terms of just like ease of travel, mm -hmm. it's definitely going to be something especially if someone who's listening who hasn't been to Europe before or hasn't traveled alone before, this is a really accessible way to get over to Europe in a supportive container without having to take too many flights or connecting flights. So with all of that, I am, we're so excited to offer you the invitation to join us in Portugal, June 1st to the 6th, 2024. Applications are open right now. We have limited spaces and we are selling out so, so, so fast. And it's amazing to see the incredible influx of people who are craving this experience because we know this is something that we are going to be able to deliver above and beyond what you're expecting. And so if you are wondering, okay, the, I get it. Art of The art of slow living, I understand. We need to slow down. These are some of the benefits that from the slowlivingmovement.com has has been able to express why somebody should should be taking the next steps into embracing slow living into their life. So number one is you embrace more time by cutting out activities that distract you like social media scrolling or those that don't fulfill you like spending time with people who drain your energy. You are going to reclaim more time for self-care. I know we always talk about people always say, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for yoga. I don't have time for meditation. When you are cutting out activities that aren't serving you anymore because you've slowed down enough to realize they aren't serving you anymore, you free up all this extra space for you to actually take care of yourself. Number two is experiencing being more present. Slow living means becoming more mindful, managing your stress, and celebrating every little moment. Something we talk about a lot is we're like, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. And we're like, wait, we just had a sold out retreat in so-and-so country. Let's celebrate this. Like slowing down offers you the opportunity to celebrate the little moments. And it makes you seem like your life is more enjoyable, right? Like you're able to be like, wow, there's a, there's a lot of stress and a lot of challenge, but there's also so much beauty. Number three, building stronger relationships. This is the biggie. This is the connection that you were talking about, Chloe. Reducing stress, reclaiming your time, and living mindfully can help you improve your quality of time with your loved ones. And I think that's so powerful. Connection is key. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There's a whole bunch of them here. Yeah. I'll just read them off quick. Reducing your environmental impacts, huge one, your ecological impact as you travel, as you live at home. And finding fulfillment and purpose. Slow living means placing your values at the heart of your lifestyle, finding a better work-life integration, and making time for what's important to you. And the very last one, which is one that you just touched on, and something that's so important to Chloe and I, why we place every single retreat in the exact locations that we do, is seeking a stronger connection with nature. Slowing down can help us reconnect with nature and the pace and pattern of the seasons by embracing seasonal living and the slow food movement and getting outside more regularly. So you get to embrace all of those things on our retreat in Portugal. You are going to be in this container, like Chloe said, this accelerator mm -hmm. of change, of healing, of observation. You get to be in this accelerator 
uh, and this catalyst for change within you so that you can fully embody what slow living means and then bring it back home with you and actually fully integrate that as well. I'm so excited. I know, right? Let's do this. Let's go. I can't, and it's it's all the way in June. So, so this is another great point to bring up is that we, we launch our retreats purposefully this early on ahead of time so that you can feel empowered to mindfully make a choice and say, okay, this is a big investment of sorts for me. And like something really new that maybe I've never done before or never spent money on before, but to know that you have plenty of time to plan for it, to save for it, to get a commitment from you guys, all we need is a deposit, you know, to a, a sacred yes. That's like, yes, I'm committed to making this work and we can set up payment plans, get you situated. We truly created an experience leading up to the uh, retreat itself that is very supportive. So you get a feel for myself and Kel from the very jump from, you know, connecting with you about the different excursions, finding out your meal preferences, helping you design the quality of trip if you want to stay a little bit before, or I'm sorry, like come earlier or stay a little bit after. All of that is like part of what we offer as a company, as a, you know, retreat facilitators is that little extra support to make this truly a trip of a lifetime. So yeah. can't wait to see so you let's there. Go. Right? Let's, let's go. Let's do it, guys. So as I said, anyone listening who is interested in just either learning more about us or learning more about the retreat, you can go to our website, risingnatureretreats.com. All the links to all the brochures will be in the show notes here. And Chloe and I will be jumping back on in December. Our next episode together is going to air on December 26th, which is Boxing Day for those listening in Commonwealth countries. And we're going to be sharing our top favorite retreat moments of 2023. So stay tuned for that episode. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Transform with Travel podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode of inspiration, adventure, and exploration. If you felt inspired by this episode, please rate and review in whatever streaming app you're listening from. This allows us to spread the word even more and continue to serve up weekly doses of adventure. As always, we'd love if you could share the episode with someone in your life who you think will benefit from this conversation. Thanks so much for listening. This is your reminder to get out there and keep on exploring.